Hey there, one-star guests, and welcome to Horrorphobia, a spooky movie review podcast for the horror lovers and the horrorphobics alike. I'm your host, Jake. Next to me is my wife, Emily. Hello. Uh, across the internet, we have our friend Ryan. Hey. And all the way across the slutty, slutty internet, we have our friends Ian and Jake. Hello. Don't go in there, little girl. <laughs> 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 Funnier the second time, actually. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'll deliver an improv line. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. I can't be funny twice. <laughs> we lost the recording. <laughs> right. We are a group of lifelong friends who review horror movies. Why horror movies? Because I love them. And I hate them. And uh, we have a great episode for you today. On this episode, we are we will be reviewing 2022's Barbarian. First, the we first will, time ever. For the first time ever. <laughs> we'll talk about I'm really excited to hear your review. <laughs> um, all right. First, we will do our movie synopsis, our spoiler-free review. Then we'll get everyone's score for the film. We review on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being 10 being a... Uh, <laughs> Then Ryan, acting as our resident scaredy cat, will rate the spook factor of the film. And then we will begin with our spoiler-filled walkthrough of the film. And I will be providing behind-the-scenes info? Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) See if we let him We fucking nail it. (laughs) You guys are clutch. (laughs) So clutch. I'll be providing critical reception. And for the prize, I'll yep. fuck you, goddamn it! I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought I finished my sentence. The script doesn't say riff. <laughs> uh, and if it applies, I'll provide yeah, production well. budget. This is box office gross and our own personal fucking likes and dislikes of the goddamn film. And that's <laughs> if Craig stays on the line. Yeah. <laughs> and hold on to your butt. <laughs> Different movie. (laughs) Then after the review, we're all going to play a game. This week's game is going to be Red Flag, Green Flag. And then after the game, we're going to go to the Horror Phobia Wheel and decide next week's movie. So, like like I said before, uh, (laughs) this week's movie is 2022's Barbarian. My synopsis is this. Barbarian is a story about a young woman who arrives at her Airbnb and finds a mysterious young man that is already staying there. Despite her healthy skepticism, she decides to stay at the house and she ends up finding out that there may be more to this man and to this house than it originally seems. My review is this. Barbarian is a prime example of masterful storytelling with a meaningful message that doesn't beat you over the head and come in your face with allegory. Hashtag me too. So masterful, in fact, that most people I've talked to about this film don't typically see the full scale of, scale of allegory that I saw. What they saw was a horror film that begs to be seen and experienced in a theater with other people. The twists and turns of this movie are so rewarding that it's difficult to find a review that doesn't urge you to see this movie knowing as little as possible. One of the main standouts of this story is the main character, Tess. Tess is one of the most intelligent, shrewd, and empathetic characters that I've seen in a long time. 
You won't be spending your time yelling at her character on screen because of the choices she makes. All of the other roles are played extremely well by the additional actors. A tight script, good direction, well acted, and perfectly paced. All this to say that the Venn diagram of this film has struck the perfect balance of elevated horror allegory, dark comedy, and a fun popcorn horror film. So I'm giving this film an 8.5 Ricky Ticky Tavies out of 10. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Ryan. Yeah. Um, so I didn't write one this week because uh, I was busy. So I just am going to say it. Uh, I liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was great. I thought that it was very entertaining and scary, but not as scary as Hereditary, which we just watched, which has scarred me for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. um, I think that the scary parts were kind of broken up by a lot of humor. Um, it's a very funny movie. Uh, so the, those parts were very enjoyable for me. Um, and I, I like the acting. I like the storyline. Um, all in all, it's just a great movie. So I gave it a 9.1 public breastfeedings. Nice. Uh, Emily, what are you giving this? I'm going out. I'm doing oh, different order. Shake <laughs> it up for me. I love it. Okay. Um, this is my vote. I think this movie is a very easy watch. I don't have a lot written down for it because we've seen it like four times now. I like, I like the twists. It doesn't go where you think it's going. Um, I do feel like there could have been a little bit more to it. It's it's over and done kind of quickly. Um, but overall, I think it's a great movie. It gives It's giving Don't Breathe, but I feel like that might just be the setting. Detroit. Are they both in, are they both in Detroit? Yep. Oh, that mm. makes sense. Giving Detroit, you know the true, the true shit of the earth. Sorry, Ohio. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, I take Lake Michigan. I mean, at least we don't have to share a, a lake with Detroit. I mean, everyone that and I've I, met, it reminds Michigan. me so much of Buffalo. It is. It's like, I, and and I don't have to look down upon them because it's like, oh god, they yeah. shit in the same water in like a bucket. <laughs> We're the same. We have a kinship with all the Rust Belt cities, so yeah. we can talk shit about that. Absolutely. But, Except I mean, we can talk shit about anybody people. who's had a lake on fire, like, yeah. it's kind of different. It's like, well, you burned hotter. Like, your shit was worse. <laughs> At least it's not that. Um, I'm giving it an 8.5 square feet of living space. <laughs> That's good. Nice. Yes. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, Ian, what are you giving this film? Uh, so I didn't really have a ton written down for this, but uh, I overall enjoyed this movie. Uh, I would say the first half, I enjoyed it the most. That was the best part for me. Um, I like Skarsgård's role and how you're misled into thinking he's the bad guy and the tension between him and Tess. And I also like Justin Long and how uh, well he portrayed a piece of shit. He was, oh, yeah. Uh, pretty good at that. So... Uh, second half had some good twists, and uh, you had no way of preparing for those. And mm -hmm. I would give it an 8.5 hairy milk bottles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Uh, other Jake, what are you giving this film? I gave this, I actually wrote an entire, like, like 10-page mm -hmm. thesis on this movie <laughs> and everything. I came in here, and I, instead of, I just, I threw it away because everyone <laughs> decided to just go off the cuff here 
And uh, I I gave this 7.8 babas. Um, it was uh, it reminded me of Insidious, like the 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 way you it took you to different phases of something like but Insidious was like working out of boxes in new houses. And this one went from a house like an Airbnb to just tunnels. And then it was just doors to tunnels and tunnels and more tunnels. And that's what the second yeah. act of this film just felt like. And it was good though. It was it was a it, it was an unexpected turn that the tunnels would just keep coming. But the mm -hmm. ropes that kept you kind of a tethered to moving forward, uh, but also like tethered to reality and also like tied into the main story was the solid acting from each of the characters as the movie progressed and like what I would consider different vignettes of, of the film as they moved and progressed the movie forward. Like it kept subverting your reality and it kept being playful. Uh, even once you thought you had it figured out. So it kept kind of pushing those and just keep going down those stupid tunnels Mm -hmm. um, it was the opposite of cozy, which I don't like, but <laughs> um, you don't think so you know that cozy? at this point, uh, I'm a fan of the cozy. And uh, other than the milk uh, and the pornos, <laughs> I'm I'm out for the cozy factor. That, that room with the pillows and the blankets on the ground—that's pretty cozy. Oh yeah, oh that's a it was like a little oh. a, a little uh, snuggle room, right? Yeah, where you learn everything you need about mommy and baby. Yeah, so, I don't know, but I'm not told. I'm not told. I wouldn't rent. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you already mentioned it before, Ryan, that it was kind of scary. But what are you giving the? What are you rating the spook factor of this film? Um, definitely less scary than Hereditary. Um, but still got me. Um, a little bit. Like I said, those scary moments were broken up a little bit by the humor. So I'm giving it a six point seven. Uh, additional square feet found underneath my house in secret tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, every inch. So I, I, I'm sorry that Emily, I, mine was kind of different. I know you said square footage, but I was like, the, mine was kind of like. That's okay. Everyone whatever. else's you know was what? boob related. So that's true. That's true. Boobs. We all watch the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good to know that. So I guess uh, since we got in the reviews and the spook factor, I guess we'll transition into spoilers. Hey everyone, Ryan here, and I'm here to tell you about us, Horophobia, the spooky movie review podcast. Uh, now, we love doing this show for you guys weekly, absolutely free of charge, but if there's something you want to do to support us, there's many ways you can do that. 
Uh, one of those ways would be to tell a friend because word of mouth travels faster than you think. Uh, another huge way would be to leave a review on our podcast on either Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, that helps because it really will boost us up the algorithm and allow us to be more visible so more people like you who enjoy the podcast uh, will be able to find us. And we also have our Patreon at patreon.com slash horophobia. There you will find all of our tiers and the benefits you will get for subscribing to them. And then we have our socials, uh, Twitter at HorrorphobiaPod, Instagram at HorrorphobiaPodcast, and our Facebook is Horrorphobia, a spooky movie review podcast. So thank you very much and enjoy the rest of the show. So Ryan, how much was the uh, box office gross versus the production budget? Um, It was a $4.5 million budget. Uh, and they made about 45 million, uh, gross. Um, so 10 times pretty good, pretty good. They got my ducats. Was his, was this his first movie? Uh, yes, I guess technically, um, who are we talking about here? Zach Kreger. Um, Mm. he's Zach of, uh, the whitest kids, you know, uh, they did a movie that has a horrible Rotten Tomato score. Um, he, he co-directed it, I think, with Trevor called Miss March. I don't know if you've R- seen that. R.I.P. Trevor. R.I.P. Trevor. Mm. Um, Miss March is like the the guy. It's kind of like it's kind of similar to kicking an old school in the sense that the guy like gets in an accident, wakes up from a coma and then finds out that his high school sweetheart is like a playboy playmate. And then they go out there <laughs> to like find her. Um, mm. It's it's just like the end of like raunchy, like college I don't know. It didn't do was that well. more of a B movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, but yeah. like I said, you could still call it like you could still call Barbarian his his first because it's him as like it's only him because it was co-directed. Oh. So I would I would say that technically it's his first solo director directed film. So I, I love gotcha. I I love the B movie. <laughs> <laughs> now you fucked up. Talk, oh, talking about the B movie. Uh, so, um, how much? I feel like we our, haven't done enough B movies, like cheap That's, ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can do the B movie. The, the we'll B get, movie. I guess we'll get there. We've <laughs> <That's>, been. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've been doing too good of movies, which is like a an embarrassment yeah. of riches. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I was thinking of uh, doing one of my favorite horror films, which is a is a, another like cheaply made film. So maybe I'll mm. put that on the wheel for for tonight. It's, Stay tuned, listeners, for this episode. I mean, we did Color Out of Space. I don't feel like people really liked that movie. Yeah, good I mean, out. these are all like decently low budget films. They're just, you know, they're just good filmmakers that can make a cheap movie. Uh, Even Funny Games, I would say that yeah. was yeah. pretty low on the mm-hmm. yeah spectrum. It's, it's niche. Yeah, sure. Not many people know about it. That's true. Um. So, what was the critical reception for the film? It was pretty good. It was um, on Rotten Tomatoes. The critic score was 93 and the audience, I think, was 73. I do feel like a lot of them that we do have like reviewed well. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's very Wait, high. The, it's very high. That's crazy. That Well, that's crazy yeah. that the audience was so low. Well, yeah, I was Dude, looking the- through and 
trying to find like a reason that people generally didn't like it audience score wise and it just said that like the third act leaves a little bit to be desired at the end it just kind of ends i guess which i like it did feel quick yeah it did feel quick but i kind of felt like with all this set like how long of a movie do you want like right i felt like the setup three hours because they were dealing with three three different stories you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and they had to set them all up. And I think that they, it was all pretty necessary, everything that was in yeah. there. I think the movie runtime was still like, was like a. It's like an hour. Nine, or, or I think hour 41 or something. Yeah, yeah. hour 41 or whatever. So, I think it's just the fact I that think it, it was. Sorry. Or just that it holds your attention. Like, it just. Yeah. Moves quickly. And I think For it sure. was, it was meant to look like stagey and like kind of like it almost like hereditary looked like a soundstage or like a like to oh, where it was like when they're doing the eras of something yeah the yes. 70s scene in detroit yeah. like yeah. the grass look i could painted see, but even yeah. from the, yeah. like the the credits of it uh it's meant to stylistically kind of be that so it was it i think the stuff they did was subtle enough i could see some people not liking it and the reviews were like when i was searching for this movie like some of the like uh, just scrolling through like what people thought of the film to get an overall vibe, like only reading like the blurb of it. I was like, oh, a lot of people hate this movie because of that second act and the fact that they're like, I love the first act and like it got so raw and twisty. Yeah. So I don't know. And I get it, that some of that stuff was jarring, but I think it was intentional. It's all just dudes so. who hate the me too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why does everything have to be about this? Why don't you just let the, us harass women in peace. The twenty-seven percent of people that didn't like it were like the ones who related to AJ. <laughs> we were like, yeah, I totally yeah. get what you mean, bro. Like, yeah, you yeah. gotta be fucking persistent. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so I, I was one of the people who who went into this movie. I didn't watch the trailer this time, and I think I'm gonna start doing that. I knew, but even, you know, what's funny is though, I did watch the trailer before we started recording and the trailer does not reveal much. It doesn't, because um, we were surprised when we went to the movies yeah. to see it. Yeah, no, it, like there's a, apparently there's a trailer that came out after the movie came out that reveals that Justin Long is in it. But like you have, like, unless you look at, you know, the cast on IMDb, there is no mm-hmm. way to know that Justin Long is in that movie. You know, at least or to we, know that, that Bill Skarsgård is not the bad guy. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no, that, yeah, because it, it it's kind of it felt like a it might have been a like a torture at least like off the trailer. Sorry. <laughs> we're, oh, we're you're going. fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I totally get what you're saying, and and I think me the only thing I know Bill Skarsgård from is is it. Mm-hmm. It's the and so like I'm like oh obviously they cast him as like a a fucking psychopath murderer. That's like clearly what's going to be happening, and that wasn't the case. Who, Which who we will plays, get into. Who plays the woman? Uh, so uh, she was played by Georgina Campbell. She plays Tess. No, so, no, no. The uh, the tunnel woman. Oh. oh, that's a dude. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some dude. Matthew Bill- Matthew oh. Patrick Davis. It's probably. I thought it was Bill Skarsgård. I was no. like, maybe they just maybe they just made him up. I meant to no. look it up, but I was like. Yeah. Did he guess, play two roles, which would have been neat? 
my guess is it's probably like the same guy that's done like almost every single Guillermo del Toro thing. Like he's done like the Pan's Labyrinth movies, and he's. I'll start the walkthrough here then. Um, so our our story centers around our our main character Tess, which is played by Georgina Campbell. Um, she has a job interview, um, and she's staying at a Airbnb, uh, in this Detroit neighborhood called Brightmoor. Um, she goes to the this Airbnb and finds out that it's been double booked. Uh, there's this dude Keith, played by uh, Skarsgård, there. Um, and yep. right off the bat, you're kind of getting vibes of what you think the movie is going to do. And he's charming, but a little off and awkward. And so you're kind of, you're watching, you're waiting for something to happen. What ends up happening is they end up just splitting the room. Like they, there's, there was a mistake. They got double booked on two different apps for the same place. And they're trying to call to figure out the situation, but nothing is being resolved. And so he's like, just sleep here. You, this is a bad neighborhood. Like you don't want to be out there, like looking for a fucking hotel. So she ends up staying there. Um, he says, he'll take the couch. She'll take the room. And he's kind of being like, almost overly doesn't seem like he's hitting well, on her but he's trying to make friends with her yeah he's very welcoming to like a yeah you know, in a way yeah like he's like saying like no like don't go out there and there's a scene where she's like asking for his his uh what do you call it like the information, like proving that he did actually book this place. The confirmation email. Yeah. Booking it, yeah. And he's like, oh, let me go find my phone. And as she's in the bathroom, he goes and finds it. And this is this is a really cool scene where he comes up and he's like, OK, here's the number I've got. He only says the zip code and then she kind of finishes it. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the same number I got. So immediately I'm like, oh, that's bullshit. Like he's lying. He doesn't even have that yeah. number. Yeah. And so like so they're leading you into believing like this dude is like a fucking psychopath, right? Well, she goes to sleep and shuts the door in this in this Airbnb and in the middle of the night the the door opens and you kind of hear like some footsteps outside and she comes out and Keith is is sleeping on the couch and he's kind of having like night terrors. He's like screaming. She wakes him up, scares the shit out of him. Um, and is like, hey, like my door was open. I know I closed it. And he's like, I didn't fucking touch it. Like he's kind of like pissed at her. Uh, and she just goes to bed. Now, before all this, there was they had started to get along. Like she was really reserved at first, but like he kind of charmed his way into getting her to drink some wine and shit. He had mentioned that, like, oh, if you see me open the wine, you're going to know that like I didn't roof it. You know what I mean? And like, I understand this is an awkward situation for you. He's trying to make her as comfortable as possible. But it wasn't working at first. But eventually they have, like, a great time. Um, it and... does seem weird also, though, that they, like, both know the same, like, music artist. Right. And he just happens mm -hmm. to be yeah. somebody. He listens to jazz bullshit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like all this kind of shit where you're like, oh, he's been stalking her. He knows all this information yeah. or whatever and stuff. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. Now, uh, so the next morning, Tess goes to this interview that she's talking about. She has a nice interview. Um, it's looking like it, it was a positive thing. And she tells the the lady that she was interviewing with 
that where she's staying. She's like, oh, I'm staying in Brightmore. And she thought she was kidding. She's like, what the fuck are you doing in Brightmore? You shouldn't stay there. And she's like, oh, like, I'm tough. Like, it's fine. Like, it's not that bad. Well, when she arrived there originally at night, she couldn't see the houses. But when she went back, every single house on that street that she was on was abandoned. And it like it was a complete shithole. The only house that was like still standing was the one was the Airbnb that they're staying in. And she gets out and she goes to uh, walk in the house and a homeless man starts screaming at her, chasing her like down the street and is like, don't go in that house. Don't go in that house or whatever. And she gets scared the fuck. And she, she goes in and slams the door and he's slamming. He's, you know, knocking the door being like, come out that house, come out that house. And I think at this point, like I knew watching this, I'm like, that's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like he's going to come back as a good guy. Did anybody else like kind of get that feeling? Like there was a reason, like he was kind of trying to warn her. It was subtle. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, I don't really remember. It's been like, you know, like like, like my heart was racing. I feel like I thought that that was just showing that it was not the safest place. That's kind of what I got from it was he was just a crazy guy. Oh, okay. I don't know. I think. Dude, it's so weird watching movies now. Like, when you've seen so much shit happen in movies, you kind of look for you. Right. You almost are looking for like artistic directions to try to predict them instead of just watching the movie. And I feel like that's a disservice to the movie. So I really need to stop doing that personally. I think you can get. I mean, with what we're doing it's a lot different you're kind of being like you're almost expecting to watch a lot of concurrent and like under the microscope viewings so you're kind of like Mm -hmm. trying to catch everything which like you said it's kind of a disservice but also it's like well when when else am i going to watch all these movies with more of a discerning eye but right yeah at this point in the movie i have a lot of swelling like because all i saw was like a poster for the movie essentially before i played it um and it was kind of like at this point is like well i'm trying to establish like is the name barbarian coming from like how like civilization breaks down where two people show up in like off of a social media app off the internet in the same place and how like there's usually like ceremonies to prove like you're even if you don't speak the same language you're sharing food or you're sharing like comforts or creature comforts like a cigarette or something like to establish like oh we're both we both come in peace we're just sharing a common space like we're being civilized like and this this showing up in this like the way that all of these things are swirling together like who's the enemy here you know what kind of movie is this um like i said only seeing the poster it's like well i don't know if this is like oh he's not to be trusted or the house isn't to be trusted or or what's going on but that's just one of those things that like you see this homeless man running you're like well i was coming from a completely different direction to where like i think even coming off movies like fresh and like it's more like a relationship uh Mm -hmm. or, or like to where you're looking for like facial cues or you looking for like see a, more of a scene and setting like to where you're getting so much input and that's what this movie does so strongly in the first act and that's yeah you know really enjoyable 
Yeah, I, I'm actually glad that they went the direction they did with it because the so it's it is one of those things where like you like you mentioned fresh the first act seemed like a rom com and like that's kind of like where they could have taken it with this. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? But in obviously it doesn't end up being what you think it is. Um, but anyway, so she as after the interview and she runs from the homeless man into the house, she is alone. Um, Keith had you know, he said he had to step out or whatever, and he just asked her to leave the key in the the lockbox for him. Um, but she's inside and she's like going to take a shit and realizes there's no uh toilet paper. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and Boxed so up. she <laughs> now you fucked up. Yeah. So <laughs> she's looking all over the house for toilet paper, can't find anything, and she ends up going into the basement looking for it. Um, it's a pretty creepy looking basement as is. Uh, and she goes down, finds it, and comes up and realizes that the door shuts by itself and locks by itself. And so she's stuck in the basement and has to basically wait for uh, Keith to come home. But then she's like, fuck, I have the key as well. So like how the fuck and her phone is also upstairs on the table. She's like kind of like having and all these memories of like, fuck, I fucked up. Oh, God, I fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? She also didn't get to wipe. Yeah. So. She, no, she still got a <laughs> shit or piss or whatever she had, she had to do. So poopy butthole. <laughs> she's just the whole rest of the movie. Don't forget your towel. <laughs> so she's oh, waiting. The towel, Mr. Towel. <laughs> she's exploring <laughs> kind of around this basement and she behind like some knickknacks on this uh, shelf. She finds this rope and pulls on it and this secret passageway opens and she it's like completely pitch black and she just says, nope. Not fucking going in there, which I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I would be doing. Um, but, but she, she needs right. Well, she figures yep, out she lights it up. That's true. That's yeah, true. she figures out a way to basically. She, there's a mirror down there, and she reflects Great the light part. off the mirror down the hallway to kind of like. She's like, maybe she's thinking, maybe this leads somewhere where I can get outside. Right. Get and, some toilet paper. Get yeah. Some light. Get some light up in there. <laughs> this is where he's got the toilet paper. This, is, this must be where he's keeping it. He looks in the puke bucket, or she looks in the puke bucket, and there this is some is... toilet paper. Like, Thank God. Like a singularly wrapped Scott roll. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, unnamed toilet paper. We're not sponsored by Scott. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. I don't even, even anymore. <laughs> so. She goes on to have a normal I, day. What I find <laughs> interesting, God. every poor decision that this girl makes every doorway she walks through that she shouldn't walk through. There's this ominous music that's like kind of played in the background and they show like the breaching of the doorway that happens like three or four times in the film. And I think it's a really interesting touch. It's just like, mm. Oh, you fucked up. Oh, you fucked up. Like it's like every time she walks deeper into a corridor, she should not be going down. That plays the same music, mm. but I she goes it. into it gets, this. It gets you like uh, interacting with the movie. Like, in a way, like Jake said, it's like you need to be in the theater almost being like, I almost want to scream at at the screen. Mm -hmm. like, where, right. But it, it's also like you you don't do it, but in your mind, you're like, oh, man, bummer. I can I got it with the music. Yeah. I was following my cues. And her actions make sense. Yeah, but absolutely. They are 
they are bad actions. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, we know as a viewer, like, don't fucking do yeah. that. But we're also not living in a horror movie. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, she still is like the entire time she's taking precautions. Like she, yeah. when like you, you forget, like when he goes to get the reservation, she takes out his wallet, screenshots, his license, mm-hmm. you know, smart, you know, yeah. smart she, girl. She finds a room. She lights it up. Like she, like uh, when she gets, Later on in the movie, when she goes back down to the thing, she props the door open because she doesn't want the door to lock again. Yeah. Right. You know, like she does logical decisions. She the tied up her time. horse. Yes, yeah, for sure. Exactly. But so she I feel walks. Like I've made much worse decisions in an Airbnb. Like when we stayed in that place in Chattanooga, I tried to get in that locked room, and then I tried to like open the window through the balcony to see inside yeah. of it. That was a like, I'm trying. That was a terrible. I, Bad I have booked us some really sketchy Airbnbs. The one I think in Montreal, the guy was still living there. So I've never stayed in one. And never stayed in an fun. Airbnb. No, no, I it's fun. It's like it's being in someone's house. Yeah, I love. I'm so nosy. I love to. It reminds know me what. of being like a cleaner, like we have. I've mentioned before on this, like cleaning people's like houses <laughs> or cleaning up their yards or something. Doing work in their house is always like. Sleeping in their beds, <laughs> Look, wearing their clothes, their medicine cabinet. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Stealing their shit, their selling it on the black market. Walking through tunnels and tunnels and tunnels. Did it, Did any of you guys have like a, a relative that would like? look through your shit whenever they were at your house i'm the relative me i'm that yeah. uh no but ian's we relative got... looked through shit at my house yeah i have relatives that looked at other people's houses <laughs> yeah like, like our our uh we had an uncle that would look through our, like our medicine cabinets and shit that's like, so fucking weird that's whack it, yeah like that's what like my mom uh eventually got to a point where she, she would let me and my brother like booby trap the medicine cabinets when oh, we yeah. knew they were coming over. So we put like marbles in there and he opened up, you just hear the marbles <laughs> crash. <laughs> <and you're> like, <laughs> <"Tuck."> <laughs> um, I mean, I know you, you used to give me shit because like when I was, when I was younger, I was like a, a room rummager. Like I used to go through like everything on your like desk and stuff like that, like pick up like your shark, your, your embryo shark or whatever and all that stuff, whatever. But I think you probably were more annoyed by that because what I would do is anything anything cool I found, I would I would tell you how cool it was, and I would be like, I wish I had one. Wish I had one. Of those. <laughs> cool, really cool. If I had all these Spider Man action figures. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, people's, people's bookshelves and books are usually they're like uh, if you're if you're in their space, if you're not considered. A barbarian and you come into someone's <laughs> space you can read what books they have and say oh yeah i've read that book that's no it's like you're in their space anyway it's almost like you know you, they want you yeah. to see right. their, their uh pop I have nothing to hide. uh I mean, pops and, and, and uh, <laughs> matchbooks and in from this, random bars in this movie every single person that stays at this airbnb is a, is a barbarian because they're they're on barbary street so mm-hmm. they're mm. barbarian that's mm-hmm. true that's mm-hmm. true so in this basement, she, you know, when she opens up this secret door, she lights it up and ends up walking through. She finds a door to the left that when she opens it up, there's just this fucking nasty ass, dirty mattress. There is a camera looking on it and there is like a shit bucket in the corner of the, of the, the room and then a bloody handprint on the wall. So obviously some fucking weird shit's going on here. She freaks out. Um, and then she, she runs out and 
Keith ends up coming home. She's like knocking on the window. They open the window. She gives him the key and she's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here. And this is where you really start to be like, this dude's a a fucking psychopath because he is trying so hard to convince her to stay. He's like, well, let me just, I haven't seen it yet. So let me go fucking look at it. You stay up here or whatever. And like, she's like, no, I'm fucking leaving. And he's like, no, will you just stop? Like fucking stay. And it's like kind of like aggressive the way he's being. And you're like, all right, like, so this is where we're going. Like, it's kind of, it feels predictable, right? Well, he convinces her to stay because he's like, well, I don't want to get locked in the basement like you did. So let me go check it out. You just wait here. Then whatever. He goes down and stops answering her and her being the good person that she is, is like, fuck, like, I don't want to like leave this guy to die. Some fucking weird shit's going on. So she goes down this corridor again. He's not in that room. He's not in the room with the bed and shit. And she bumps into another wall that kind of has another door that opens. And as she opens it up, it's a basement under another basement. It's a fucking tunnel. I would not go down after that guy. Well, it's a tunnel that goes down. And then she's like, she's like Keith. And like, he's like, help, help. He's like screaming, like something is fucked up down there. She goes down and uh, he finds her. Well, first she's like walking through. She's seeing some fucked up shit. Like there's like weird gates and cages and whatnot. And uh, she finds him. He's like crawling on the ground. He's injured. He's saying like there's somebody else in here. And she's like, okay, well, let's fucking go. She tries to grab him. And he starts trying to pull her deeper into the cave. He's like, no, no, no. Like, that's where it is. Like, we have to go this way. We have to go this way. He's pulling at her. And so, yeah, again, it's just, it's, it's leading you to believe like Keith's a fuckhead. Keith's a murderer, whatever, all this shit. But then out of the darkness, this fucking scary ass naked woman runs out screaming grabs keith's head and starts just slamming his head fucking against the wall crushing it and kills him and you're just like what the fuck and then the screen goes black and the movie completely changes pace and we see uh our next character aj gilbride um played by justin long just driving in a convertible singing and yeah and uh he's you you know you can tell like he's like this like rich spoiled white dude um he gets a call of some agents informing him that there's some allegations against him and that he's being pulled from whatever movie project that he was he was on uh he's she's accusing him of of rape right and so it kind of fast forwards like two two weeks um he he needs money he needs money for for lawyers he's got there's like a civil suit um and and all this shit and he's talking to a financial advisor who's basically telling him like with your current spending habits and with all these fees or whatever you're going to be out of money in three months and so he needs money and the only thing he has is like these properties right and one of the properties he owns is this airbnb so he flies to detroit to to try to liquidate and uh goes into this house um he knows somebody's still there because he sees like all the luggage he sees the toothbrush he's, he's seeing all this shit 
uh, he ends up going into the basement and pulling on that same rope, opening it up. And it's funny. This was one of my, this was actually not one. This was my favorite scene in the movie. So he opens up this, this corridor. He walks down. He sees the fucked up room with the camera and the bed and the bucket. And he's like, holy shit. And you think like the obvious thing you should be thinking is like, this is some fucked up shit. But the next thing we see is him Google searching. Can you count <laughs> underground rooms as part of your square footage for your home you're trying to sell? <laughs> that and shit. it doesn't even say yes. It's like maybe yeah, or the it, extra square footage. It's like typically isn't counting. He's like, okay, typically, typically. All right. So like when can it count? Whatever. And like it was, he reads like it's like it can be mentioned in in the listing. He's like, all right, like yeah. <laughs> so he takes he takes a tape measure and he starts measuring all the extra square footage. He ends up bumping into that same wall that leads to the deeper cave, and he's like, no fucking way. <laughs> like the he's like the embodiment of white privilege. Walking. Oh yeah. yeah. He's just like score, dude. I found I'm not. Extra I'm not scared of any of this. Is yeah. the Do you know my father? Do you know who my dad is? Yeah, I mean, I would say so. Well, would you ask Emily? Is the deeper meaning what? Gentrification. Oh yeah. Um, gentrifying or... tunnels of death. I think I, I think I got a deeper meaning from it, but we'll get to it later. Yeah. Um. Okay. So he he had, he's going down this shit, and uh, all he's got is the flashlight. Or no, I think it's his is his phone light that he's using when he's doing this. Yeah. At the time. Oh no no, no he I, does have the flashlight because he, he so I'm sorry he grabbed the flashlight and the yeah. knife earlier because he thought somebody was down there. Yeah. But then yeah. that that said when he found the extra square footage he did, completely forgot about somebody else being there. Uh, so he's got the flashlight. Yeah, him he's getting those back. supplies earlier was pretty comical too. The way like his confidence and being like, like tough guy like God, i don't make me come down there i'll let you yeah leave. i have a gun i have a gun <laughs> and i'll shoot you <laughs> um after so seeing what up. what's going on at this house you're like it's just the contrast of those things and like the obliviousness obliv, obliv i don't know how to say that word oblivious mm-hmm. ob- obliviousness yeah it's obliviousness yeah i think that's a, sure. something like that right yeah, so so AJ starts, he's down there in the, 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 this creature, this woman, the mother, they call her. Um, she uh, confronts him and he like runs from her and ends up falling in a hole. And then like a gate slams on top of it. And Tess is down there. And like, she's like telling him like to shut the fuck up and stop freaking out um, because she has been here for two weeks. And the this woman this crazy woman just lowers down like a bottle for him to feed on it and he's like refusing to and she's like fucking drink it fucking drink it like it just wants to be our mother like fucking like play along whatever and he won't do it so she lets him have some or lets she 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 gives it the test test drink some tries to give it back to aj he's still saying no so she comes down and uh aj fucking runs and uh fucking Tess climbs out, right? Well, before that, actually, um, it does the flashback to the 1980s, right? Mm-hmm. And uh same house, but the neighborhood is great. 
it's like a it's a classic super green lawn everybody's got a fucking nice house nice mode mode lawn um and you see this old man named frank walking out uh and he goes to the supermarket goes to pick up some baby shit and uh on his way back he he's like sees like this woman he stalks her and so you can tell like this is like a fucking bad dude right like this is obviously a creepy dude he wants sex he does he does want sex <laughs> he comes back and is talking to his neighbor about his neighbor saying like oh hey like we're moving and he's like well I'm not going anywhere. And his neighbor's like, well, this town's going to shit, which it was such a fucking nice looking fucking neighborhood. (laughs) And he's like, the neighborhood's going to shit, which it did eventually. Um, But the implication you want to listen to, you know, that say it's going to shit and then it does. Right. So the implication here is that like Frank's a fucking weirdo. He's kidnapping and raping women. Um, And we don't know for what yet. It reveals it later. But Anyways, it goes, it flashes back to the, to the present. Um, and Tess escapes as the, the mother is distracted. Uh, and she like gets her, gets outside. I think she crawls through the window of the basement because the, the, the basement door is locked and she's trying to crawl through the window. She gets through and that homeless man ends up helping her out. And the one that was telling her earlier to be like, don't go in that fucking house, right? And so she's saying, we got to go back in and save this guy. And he's like, there's no fucking saving him. Like, she's, you know, she's going to fucking kill him. So she's got this confliction. You can tell she's a good person because she should just fucking run. She should just mm-hmm. fucking leave. But, like, she can't just leave somebody to die. Um, the homeless man tells her where he's staying by this water tower. That's important later. But then we cut back to AJ and AJ ends up in this room. Um, It's a weird, like fucking really cramped like room. There's like a TV on in the corner and he meets Frank, uh, the old, the old man who was, you know, kidnapping women and raping them. He's on his deathbed, obviously. And uh, there was all these like VHS tapes that were like lined up around the room and, uh, Jake, do you have those pulled up? What some of those tapes were? I mean, yeah, they're on uh, the Google Doc too. Uh, but some of them that are on the shelf, it went through like it kind of just uh, panned through the tapes, and some of them side by side were kind of funny. One was Liquor Store, Lacey, Hannah H, Kelly, Junkie, No Teeth. No <laughs> Bad Nosebleeder. <laughs> Chelsea. Bad Nosebleeder would have been a great one for the intro. What's up, you bad nosebleeders? They kind of remind me of like band names. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Ruth L. Won't Stop Crying. Yeah, that was good. Cab Driver. Uh, I, it would have been funnier if it was Uber Driver, but that wouldn't have been for the 80s. Right. Um, Sarah M. Stephanie. Melissa. Irish accent. Irish accent. Oh Hitchhiker. <laughs> pregnant. Very old. <laughs> Asian fighter. I'm surprised there isn't just another old. Just old and very old. Brenda. Ruby. Dr. Red. Uh, one breast. <laughs> so, uh, survivor. 
uh, and face scar. Amazing. That's so a lot of rapes. Right. And so uh, Justin Long's character, AJ, is kind of he at first he's like. He's looks at this old man and thinks that he's a victim. He's like, oh, like, we're going to we're going to get out of here. Like, we're going to make this bitch pay for what she's done. Oh, I thought we were past past that with the videotapes. We jumped too early into the videotapes. I know. I know. I did. I did. Well, (laughs) so he plays one of these videotapes, right? Afterward, um, not before he, like, pours him water. Oh, true. Like You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that afterward. Yeah. He pulls a side table over close to him. Yeah, exactly. I didn't see the videotape. But anyway, so he 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 plays that one of the videotapes and, and it doesn't show it. But w- what's implied is that it's he's videotaping him raping and killing these girls. Right. Yeah. And so we're forcing like, them f- to give birth or whatever. The, I mean, so this is the start of a really interesting character moment, because this is an alleged rapist, A.J., watching these films whatever and being like what the fuck is wrong with you like how the fuck could you do this whatever and right when he says that like he's like i'm gonna have the cops here i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking like you're gonna pay for what you've done the old man frank pulls out a gun and shoots himself in the head i should offer him sexual favors sexual favors but he's just a boy (laughs) (laughs) that was him having sex with the kids and having sex with their kids, having sex with other kids. Now you fucked up. So Tess had found some police outside. She had kind of wandered off, found some police um, and brought them back to the house. And they're dismissing her the entire time They're They think that she's just some crazy drunk lady because she looks like she's all dirty and, and fucked up looking. But she's trying to explain to them, like, I've been held cop captive for two weeks. Like, there's this crazy lady. Someone else is going to die. They I've do not give a mother's shit. Mother's milk in the tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we have like, been too. <laughs> these cops absolutely do not give a shit. They get to the house and she's like, kick down the door. And they're like, no, like, we don't. This isn't your house. This isn't there. This isn't our house. Like, get the fuck out and stop doing that. And. Then there's like a call about like there's like a shooting in like another area and they're like, we got to fucking go. So the cops fucking leave. Right. And so. Tess breaks into the house with a with she breaks the window, goes in, gets her car keys. She's out in her car. And as it gets dark, the mother who has like a sensitivity to sunlight, it seemed like earlier, because as she was chasing her out of the, the basement window, she like couldn't go any further when she got into the light. So. She comes out at night and the mother comes out and Tess just crashes into the house, pinning the mother uh, and the mother seemingly like dies was what it looks like. Um, And so she returns to the basement to rescue AJ. But as she's kind of walking through the tunnel, you just see like this light. And as soon as she says something, AJ shoots her in the stomach, thinking that like she's like, you know, the woman or something and he comes over he's like oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry he, he helps her out they get out tess is bleeding she's fucking shot uh they escape the house and find that the mother is no longer on the vehicle um so tess and aj 
make their way to the water tower where the homeless man Andre was living. Now, Andre explains the whole situation. He's basically like, hey, like this old fucking dude down there, Frank, has been kidnapping and raping girls. Their babies were born. And then he would have babies with those babies. And then those babies would have more babies and have babies. So basically we find out that this mother, this crazy woman, this naked fucking demon lady is an incest. Inbred. Yeah. Inbred. Yeah. Go to Appalachia. Hang out with the the Appalachian inbred people. West Virginia. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this is the character arc that I was talking about here, which I thought at first was a really risky move to have a redemption arc for a rapist because basically Andre is explaining like they need to wait to move until morning and that uh, Tess is going to make it through the night after being shot. And like, he's like kind of like half crying. Like AJ's like saying like, no, I, I got to fix this. And he starts talking about like, you clearly like it's a parallel to like the thing he did to the the woman that he's he allegedly raped right he's like saying like i did this like whether or not i meant to i hurt somebody and that's all that matters like i can't change what i've done like maybe i'm a bad person but i don't want to be a bad person and the only thing i can do is try to fix it right and it seems like they're going for like a redemption arc for a rapist and <laughs> Which I thought at like when I first like re- was watching this, I was just like, mm, like I don't know how I feel about this. Feels like a weird road to go down. Or how because well he's... it's intriguing because it's like, well, if they try that, how well are they gonna pull that off? Exactly, because yeah. the thing is, like, the things he's saying is everything that you want. I mean, even if it's just who's... It's everything you want somebody who has done something like that to think and feel, but you don't want to hear about it. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's almost yeah. like, yeah, like have your sorrow, have your, your epiphany, but like, I don't want to hear about what you're like, do it on your own. No. Yeah. Like, I'm, and, I'm scrolling right past that post. Yes, exactly. I'm not going to read that. That's if, yeah, it felt like a Facebook post of somebody being like, I heard Ooh. somebody, I am just trying to make it right or whatever. It's just, yeah. it was, yeah. so I'm, I was I'm like, this closing is weird. that window. But they fixed it. I love how they did it. So the this the mother bursts into this this hideout and attacks Andre fucking rips off his arm, beats him to death with it as the two run away. She comes into the scene like the Kool-Aid man. It's awesome. Yes, exactly. You're you're underselling it. Yeah, Pilgrim or the Kool-Aid man or. Yeah, they were yeah. just they were just talking about how like Andre's like I've lived here for fucking years. She's never gotten here, and then she just breaks the fuck in. Yeah, and so AJ and Tess are running. Symbolic. They make their way up the water tower that they're right by. Fucking AJ's leaving Tess in the dust. She's like, "Wait for me," and he's like, "Come on!" And like they're fucking going up there. They're at the top, and. She's on her way up. He's got the gun. He goes to point it at her, fucking drops it like a fucking idiot. And he has an epiphany and he's like, she's only after you. Like, I can get away. I can get away. And he's like, I'm sorry. And he grabs her hair and fucking throws Tess off the water tower. And 
the mother dives after Tess. <laughs> uh, the next thing you see is AJ looking looking off the 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 side of the water tower and just sees the two bodies. The mother is on the bottom, and Tess is on top of her. And so he goes down there. He grabs the gun on his way down, and walks up to the two bodies and realizes Tess is still alive. And he immediately starts trying to rationalize what he just did. Like he's like, "I'm so sorry. Like you have to understand. Like, like I, it was the only thing I could do to survive. Like, and I'm so glad you're okay. Like you're fine. You're fine. Let's let's go." And so I now think, he's trying to play the hero again. <laughs> I think that my favorite. I think he says, "I I I think I'm or." I, I forget what he says exactly, but I think it's uh, I'm helping you now. Like yeah, like I'm help. Yeah, I'm helping you. I'm helping you. Like we're like we're good. We're good. It's, it's like, like a little. It's like you just knock your little brother over and just like yeah, yeah. You're like you're fine. You're fine. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Yeah. And so he grab he he grabs Tess, and the mother wakes up, grabs uh, AJ by the throat, and then pushes her thumbs into his eyes and then rips his fucking skull apart. Super satisfying. So I love that they throughout the whole thing, they did the, the tease of like being like, Oh, like a redemption arc for a rapist. And then you realize like, Nope, he's still a piece of shit. He's been the piece uh, of shit the whole time. And then he, mm-hmm. he dies. Yeah. Um, and so the mother is kind of like caressing tasks. It is like Baba, Baba, like whatever, like calling her a baby. I feel really bad That's for her, weird. honestly. It looks so much oh, yeah. like uh, Skarsgård to me. There's scenes when... Oh, was it? Yeah. it. I was just like, oh, is that... Did they dress him up? Because they're like, you're comfortable in costume. Like, you're going to uh, wear, like... You do good physical acting. So I was right. like, oh, maybe they just, like, for a scene there. And it No, did look- they just took a dude from a fucking yeah. Nickelodeon show. Right. Um, right. But... Yeah, so he's uh, she's on top of her, and like she's kind of like she understands Tess is injured. She feels bad, and like she's like, we got to go back to the house. And Tess seems like she kind of feels bad about this, but she pulls the gun up to the mother's face and shoots her. Screen goes black, and then we just see Tess limping away as the sun rises, and that's the end of the movie. Mm. Yep. So. I thought it was great. I thought, and I know the third act did, it was pretty sudden the way everything kind of ended, but I, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I liked, so I think like the, we were talking about earlier, like with like the, the, the messages and stuff. I like, I kind of think the message from that I took from it was that just like scumbags don't get redemption. Even if you feel it, like, it's like the shit you've done, you might be able to find redemption and forgive yourself, but you don't deserve forgiveness from anybody else. Mm. You know what I mean? But anybody, everybody can take something different from it. Jake, what, what were you saying was like kind of the allegories that you were thinking? Um, well, the allegory I took was just that it's just, I think this is horror movies uh, answered or not answered, but like kind of commentary on the me too movement. Cause as you watch the movie, you see her navigate talking to Skarsgård and she's defensive the entire time. And, you know, obviously you end up finding out that he's a genuinely good dude, but she's on 
guard the entire time. Right. And then you've got, you've got these, and you know, they kind of completes the spectrum where you've got a Justin Long character where he's like a shitty dude, but he's not necessarily a complete monster. Like, like Frank, uh, Frank, they get the, yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy that owns it. So I think it's just basically her navigating the spectrum of, or how women have to navigate around men in this society where, you know, some guys look like wolves in sheep's clothing. Some men are just straight up wolves and uh, some men are, some other men are kind of become innocent bystanders of that. Uh, like getting lumped in, they get lumped in. Because, lumped like, in yes. Yeah. And I, actually that's interesting. You, it does show those three spectrums. That's I actually just put that together. That you said that is that like you have like Skarsgård. That's like the genuine good guy. You have the middle one of like he's a piece of shit, but kind of in the shadows, piece of shit. Like he doesn't, you know, he's not outrightly, he's not outrightly going to kidnap and cage and rape and kill women. But he did. He had that conversation, which was such a real, realistic conversation when he went to the bar with his friend, and his friend's like. Dudes, you gotta tell me what happened. Like, I gotta hear it from you. And like, it's like, oh, I'll be real, real with you, dude. Like, we fucked, like we did. And like, she said no at first, but like, you know, she just took some convincing. And like, you know, she was into it at the end. And it's like, okay, like, it, I could totally see a fucking asshole saying this shit. Oh, and yeah. and like, you're like, so you 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 see who he is, but like, he's not a serial rapist. He's just a fucked yeah. up. He has a fucked up sense of boundaries and and respect for women. Um, yeah. Whatever she wants it. Whatever you know you want it. I've <laughs> 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 been saving that for us to finally talk about consent. Oh my god. <laughs> So yeah, and what? yeah, and then uh, he's, like you said, the wolf is the wolf of, of Frank. Like he's he's clearly yeah. the the fucked up one. So um, navigating yeah. through that, she has the conversation with Skarsgård about how it's easier to navigate through life because if it was him coming to the door, yeah. he would have come in and not had a fucking problem with it. Yeah, but she had to worry about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it, yeah, and the, I, I guess one of the main reasons I kind of came up with this was uh, my friend Kirk saw the movie and uh, I was like, did you like it? And he's like, I don't even know why Justin Long was even in it. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, that, just, that part just seemed pointless. And I was like, I don't know. I think you that was the point. Might be the and then I explained it. He's like, that's dumb. And I was like, oh, I guess so. <laughs> but I was like, I still think that's what they were trying to do. He's like, sometimes he's like, they do need convincing. What? He's <laughs> like, you know what this movie is about to me? Whatever you know you want it. All right, uh, so I guess that's the movie, yeah. right? Does mm-hmm. anybody else have, have anything else they want to add? I mean, we could go. Mm-hmm. We could go off on a giant gentrification tangent. Yeah, but yeah. Let's, let's let's let the audience do that. Hit us up about yeah. what you think about this movie. Yeah. Says about yeah, all it, that. 
stuff. The movie definitely has shit to say it. about gentrification, but like as far as <laughs> horror movies talking about gentrification is like Candyman's yeah. about all about gentrification. Yeah. I don't know if that's any sort of like a topic of the movie. I think that's just a funny like it's just plot. a it's a it, if it's going to be in detroit it's got it's a plot. good you have to talk about it's good setting it's, setting. it's really good yeah, setting. yeah 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 and we'll readdress you know it when we do candy man and also if everyone wants to argue about it in the comments let's do that yeah do it you know what argue i find hard. super like, interesting is that like comedians when they make horror movies it's such like it's almost like they're like i don't know how to say my real thoughts the problems I have with society in comedy. So I have to say it through horror. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so we have that in like, and then, uh, um, the dude who did, uh, like Nope and, um, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Yeah. It's like comedians when they switch over to, to doing like horror, there's always a message behind what they're saying. I mean, I think, sorry, Jake. You go? Yeah. Well, like, and well, I think, especially if you listen to interviews from like, especially Jordan Peele, he just talks about how the difference between horror and comedy is like the thinnest line. Oh, not much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause South park, right? Like South more, park, it's more pain. Is, yeah. It's South, all tension and release. South park has so like, it's, it's obviously comedy, but there's messages through it out. Like yeah, I've always yeah. said, like South park is like a borderline, like social education show mm. because of the mirror. It holds up the society. Sesame Street, like twenty year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's all like exaggeration of what you're observing is going on. Like yeah. you can exaggerate it and make it funnier, or exaggerate it and make it more horrifying. Hyper reality. Mm -hmm. We talked yeah. about it in funny games. And then all the other all the other was on screen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. The rapes so might I have. <laughs> so, i'm just saying watch out it, it, there's there it says that at the end of this movie they're like all the rapes were actually real <laughs> non-simulated rapes you like there wasn't any rapes they're like yeah but it it was that there have the credits list so watch the videotapes check your friends actually. make sure your friends yeah. are all safe. moment moment of silence for uh uh lacy uh, no teeth Redhead homeless, bad nosebleeder. <laughs> Trevor Moore is on one of the videotapes. That, that might have been before Trevor he died. Moore. Yeah, this, this movie. Uh, yeah, I think this movie came. I don't remember. I don't remember. All um, respect. Okay. Either way, uh, I guess now we'll get into our game. Let's do it. Uh, what? What? Jake. Oh, I thought Jake. I thought Jake was about to say something. He, said, he said, "Let's, let's do it." it. Yeah. I, I, Open right, your so, fucking uh, ears. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So uh what order do you guys want to go in? I, uh, yeah. Let's just make it youngest to oldest, make it simple. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Emily, That's Ian, me. Ryan, Jake. Okay. All right. So the game of the week is red flag, green flag. I'm going to we can do this one of two ways. I, I've created eight scenarios. We can go around to all of you about, you know, because it might go fast and then have you all cast whether or not it's a red flag, green flag to you, or I can pose one each to you individually twice. I think we should all say, I'll, I'll say our piece on it. Yeah, okay, um, let's do it. Yes. Also, because we are, we're doing pretty good on time right now. It's only, that was a really quick walkthrough, so. Yeah. It's because you fucking breezed over Justin Long sucking on that lady's titty mm -hmm. 
Now we're going to play red flag, green flag. Uh, so let's start with scenario one. Scenario one, you meet a charismatic and charming man in the produce section of the grocery store. As he begins to shill these GMO'd grapes to you, you decide to give him your number. Later on, you find out that this man has no social media to speak of. Red flag or green flag? So, uh, Emily. That's a that's a green flag, so he's not liking other bitches' posts. <laughs> 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 okay so this is an interesting one because i can understand how it could be perceived as a red flag however i don't use social media that much like i have them all but you have it though yes but like i, think, I also could not i think you know well I mean? like balanced and, people do for the most part yeah but like i could also like I, I've heard of people being like, I'm taking a break. Wait, from you jumped media. over Ian, Ryan. You jumped over Ian. Oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. I had forgotten. I, set the I now I okay. understand how this is working. My bad. He was I'm just gonna, so excited to say he's taking a break from social media. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna cut all of what I just said, and Ian, you just start. I'll just start. Uh, leave it in. Okay, so <laughs> I, I thought this was uh, just Emily, so I wasn't really thinking that much about it. Uh, yeah. So I mean, but like, what it? What if like uh, he uh, like cuts people apart and sells their meat? <laughs> that that's. Uh, uh, I mean, if you no, if, yeah, he's if gonna need an Instagram. Uh, he wants to make a decent dollar. <laughs> Uh, he's supposed to have a nice service. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, new clientele. I mean, in this like, in this day and age, like most people have social media, or at least have it. So it's a you red know, flag. it's. I mean, I would say it's more of a red flag than a you know not at this point. Um, right. unless they have like an excuse, like I don't know, they have an excuse and not you having a secret. It. You know, <laughs> sure, yeah. All right, uh, Ryan, is this a red flag, green flag? Okay, um, I'm gonna say green flag if he says he's taking a break from social media, red flag if he says he's never had social media ever. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it would just, it would be very specific like i would be like why don't you have social media yeah that's what and i'm saying he's like oh i've just never had it i would be like okay red flag yeah okay it's a green flag answer ryan <laughs> <laughs> all right uh jake uh red flag green flag uh fuck <laughs> i think it's 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 obviously excuse based i probably wouldn't even pry that deeply and i'd just call it a red flag yeah, let's move on. I, I'm going to go with my person. gut intuition to say that, like, if, if you have like, no social media this day and age, yeah. I'm I'm immediately, like, pulling something to be like, well, at least like, it, it seems like something you'd explain right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck even, your grapes. Even yeah. Jake yeah. has social media, even if you won't let anybody follow oh, him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. have a reason to be on there, and I just I pick and choose the way I use it. But to not be on there. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah. And honestly, if like if there was a follow, I'd be like, you'll probably be unfollowing like a day. I'd be like, it's lonely here. <laughs> you yeah. know. Totally <laughs> you I know, think I might just, just have bend the yeah. social media to you, but to not have it is like, I don't know, to not find utility in something that like the pop, I don't know, such a large population is using. It's a red flag. Yeah. I don't There's know. So yeah, many funny videos on Instagram, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
Instagram is literally the TikTok filter. If if funny videos make it over to Instagram, they're funny. TikTok got to sift through all the shit. I'd instantly. I'm not trying ask, to watch like, videos on ta- on Instagram that I saw on TikTok uh, four months ago. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Is like you get, like I've gotten different ones from Ryan that are like TikToks I've seen forever ago, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. You know. Okay. But, so but that's what I'm saying. Stop I'm using fucking aggregated. TikTok. Yeah, I don't use. Let it, why is it my problem? Why let, is it not your problem? Let the this good ones is, come to you. Yeah, and this why, guy is why, too young. I for can me. wait. I have patience. <laughs> I have patience, and I can wait for the funny videos to come to me. It's not the good ones. It's the yeah, millennial ones. No one's gonna even like them because I've true. seen them again. So I like them. I've there's fucking gonna... there's dudes like me out there who are like fuck TikTok. I'll just <laughs> let the good shit come to me. I think no. Thing. I would never. I would never recommend TikTok to anyone. Because I can't get off it, so yeah. I'm with Ryan on this one. I I barely use it. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Ian. I got you, man. Do the same thing I do. You just let the shit come to you. I can't. You let the funny shit come right in your life. I I don't have the time to absorb TikTok as well. Like Instagram is. I barely want to be on Instagram. I barely touch Instagram. I'm I'm like if like at least as far as um like yeah I don't like go through other. I don't know. I don't follow any like meme accounts or anything like that. So I don't use Instagram for that whatsoever. So we just different people as far as social media. It's a tool we all use. Scenario. We all use differently. (laughs) Scenario two. You wake up bound to a chair, finding yourself in a house, sitting at a table with a strange young teenage girl, her father, and a lobotomized girl uh, they call Bright Eyes. The girl's father has turned his house into a school dance for his of his daughter's dreams and you are to be her date red flag or green flag. what the fuck <laughs> um i'm honored that i've been asked to the dance that's her green flag jesus christ <laughs> all right and uh thank you so much can you re- can you repeat that <laughs> yes okay <laughs> could you use it could you use it in a I'm sentence you, yeah can you <laughs> you wake up bound to bound to a chair in a house Sitting at a table with a strange young girl, her father, and a lobotomized woman they call Bright Eyes. The girl's father has turned his house into the school dance of his daughter's dreams, and you are to be her date. Red flag or green flag? Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I would. I would definitely say red flag because, like, what the fuck's going on here? But, you know, <laughs> okay. yeah. But, like, if she needs someone to go to, like, prom with or something, I'll, like, we can dance or something if you want, yeah. real quick. It's like, you could have just asked. Like, I just feel bad <laughs> at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You feel, you're tied to the chair, but you still feel oh, bad. Oh, yeah. I forgot I was tied to the chair. <laughs> yeah. Red flags. <laughs> red flags. Red All flag. right, Ryan, what are you saying? When you say young girl, how young are we talking? Oh, she's the same age as you. She again. Is, <laughs> she is. Bravo. She is prom date age. High for men. Prom date age. Yes. So, so are you. Pro- oh, so I'm scenario. also young. Yes. Okay, because I'm about to say this is not red flag. This is red dot, and <laughs> yeah, that doesn't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, this is based off of a movie, so it's oh, yeah, yeah, is no, that an arranged I, I, marriage joke? I. I the red dot? No. <laughs> oh no. <Got> <laughs> <laughs> Is she getting away from race? Nah. 
<laughs> Not this episode. <laughs> she won't let it get away. You met a no. pedophile. I met a pedophile. That is so fucking funny. That is so fucking funny. I am not cutting that. Fuck that. That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to cut it, I'll cut it. Right, we'll, we'll talk see. about it later. We'll see. We'll talk about it. Right, we'll uh, dude, I mean, I'm not going to try to be funny. That's obviously a fucking red flag. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Some of, the, like, some of these are obvious red flags. So, the, the, like, if it's an obvious red flag, just say red flag. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Emily hasn't seen one. Uh, I might be in trouble. Oh, Jake didn't answer. Yeah, Jake, uh, red flag, green flag. Oh, I'm honored. You know, hey, I'm on the dance floor. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> sure. I don't have a social media. <laughs> don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not uh, into that guy's house. Do follow us at Horrorphobia Pod on Twitter, um, <laughs> Horrorphobia Podcast on Instagram, and Horrophobia calling us Spooky Movie Podcast on Facebook. Thank you. Green flag. No here we have social media. <laughs> all right well if 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 anyone's interested in a movie with that setting watch the loved ones the australian 2009 film the loved ones so fucking good all right scenario three you find out that your newlywed wife does not know what a hamper is and as a consequence of that you end up finding loose socks stuffed in between the cushions of your living room furniture Okay, is this Red a flag movie flag. or is this your wife? <laughs> yeah. <my> wife. <laughs> Emily? That's a red flag. I'd never marry that bitch. She's the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I didn't come on here to be ashamed. <laughs> That's funny. Some diversity, but our marriage like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian, is that a red flag? Uh, red flag? I mean, I don't know. I mean, so yeah, maybe she grew up in a country where they don't have hampers or something. And uh, I just, uh, I'm like, hey, have you ever heard of Pennsylvania? Yeah, and I would show her what a hamper is, and maybe you know, it'd be fine. Dude, I bought her two hampers. She has two hampers. <laughs> I have more. She has two hampers, at least. Uh, still, doesn't, still find socks. In, call in, it something in different in, in yeah. Southwest Pennsylvania. <laughs> Your feet are hot, and then all of a sudden they're cold, or and then they're hot again. So you have to take your socks oh, yeah. off right where you are. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, Ryan or Ian saying, I'll say green flag. Like that's fine. Whatever. That yeah, worse. Okay. There's could Thanks. be. There's worse things that could happen. There could be worse. Thank you. No. Uh, Ryan, what are you saying? Red flag, I have flag. dealt with worse. Oh, yeah. So, um, that's not that bad. I mean, <laughs> I can understand how that could be annoying, but that honestly seems like something. It's not something specific I, I would do, but I've done things like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I'm going to I'm going to say as long as everything else checks out, green flag. Yeah, I was like, what are you what are you laughing at? I wouldn't marry Ryan either. Like <laughs> fuck you talking God, about. No. If someone was like, Do you, you want to marry your friend Ryan? I'd be like, No, mistake, not man. at all. Not at all. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, Jake. Uh red flag, green flag. If they're not lost in the couch, they're gonna get lost in the laundry. Lose them in the couch. Green flag. Hell yeah, green dude. Flag. Like yeah, like everybody... Ryan said, if everything else checks out, hey, I'm yeah. it's a picadillo. Hey, man. Uh, there we I'm, go. I married her, so. 
Uh, we're not talking about anyone specific. <laughs> nope. All right. Scenario four. You're backpacking through Europe with a friend when a stranger tells you of a Slavic hostel where everyone there where everyone there is a sexy European woman who loves touching American penis. After a night of drinking and partying with these Slavic sluts, you wake up and discover that your two friends are missing. Red flag or green flag? Mm. Do I still get to hang out with the Yeah, the but lady? they're gaslighting you the entire time. Well, we don't know that, right. though. Yeah, right? I don't know. Well, I don't know. You make the people getting gaslit know they're getting gaslit, or is the gaslighting yeah, like, really getting gaslit? Are you being yeah. gaslit? Obviously, it takes months. Are you just crazy? It. Yeah, and and during the movie, the entire time he's like, "Where's my friends?" And she's like, "They went home. It's fine." And yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say red flag. Uh, Ian sounds flag, sounds like a good time to me. Uh, <laughs> green flag. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> red, like my, red flag, my fine. No, you can say green flag. No, you fine. can ditch your friends. Not, I mean, no, he doesn't know how to party in Europe. Yeah. Y'all party. That's, yeah. you know, that's fine. No, yeah. red flag, red flag. Okay. Ryan, what are you saying? Uh, I mean, they're gaslighting. I don't know. It seems more like a check engine light, and I'm just gonna ignore that shit like I normally do. They uh, are sloppy sluts. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say green flag just because, I, like, I mean, I don't know. I want to see if my dick still works, so let's let's find out. Yep. You know, let's see what it takes. <laughs> my dick. Let's <laughs> take this thing to the limit. <laughs> In right, the Balkans, uh, right? Uh, Jake. Uh, red flag, green flag. Uh, red flag. I'm uh, I'm getting out of there. I'm seeing the rest of Europe in the Balkans. You know? <laughs> I don't care if I find my friend. That was the I'm... alert sound. I'm going to do the alert sound for every red flag. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that's uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Cool. All right. It's like a train whistle, but like a really fast one. Was it really loud? Yeah. No. Eh. Oh, okay. Medium. All right. All right. Scenario five, you and your celibate super Christian high school girlfriend decide to go out to a local waterfall slash swimming hole for the day. After a while, you decide to go behind the waterfall into the cave behind it. You both tr go and uh, try to get warm and begin kissing. As you begin getting hot and heavy with it, your girlfriend becomes uncomfortable and tries to leave your love cave. Red flag or green flag. <laughs> I'm gonna trust my vagina here. That might have <laughs> that's trying to tell me something with its teeth, and it's a red flag or green flag. I don't really know what I'm answering. Wait, are you to, the actually. girl? Are you the who's, who am I? Who's where? You're the boy. I'm the boy. <laughs> You're the rejected party. Yeah, you're the, this is the you're, way to think like, about it. Making out, and then she's like, "I don't want to do this." Jesus is watching, and then she leaves. Okay. And she said, "Do you go after her? Or do you say fuck that bitch?" I mean, so not a red flag, green flag. Well, I mean, red flag. It, like if it's if if she leaves, and that's a red flag to you, you say fuck that bitch. Ah. And if if she's worth fighting for, you go after her. Gotcha. Fuck that bitch. 
I'm jerking off in those waterfall. <laughs> Hello? The right answer is red flag, I think. Red flag. He was Jake was trying to say something to me. And I no, Brian no, no. was pointing I was, at you. I was just pointing because you you Jake was talking. You had the microphone over to you, so it's it's you're fine. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. All right. All right. Uh, so Ian, red flag, green flag. Um. So as a uh, fellow man of God, I'm gonna say, <laughs> uh, green flag. Nice. And nice. Keep going. Maybe I'll see her at church. No. Yeah, he's gonna go after her and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry." Yeah. I'm just keep trying to fuck. Wait, are you no. are you going after her to a? I thought you were going after her to force her behind the waterfall, like the red. No, yeah, that's stay what behind. I was this is not a rape. No, don't rape. <laughs> it seems like this, this is... is your rape waterfall. <laughs> I thought red was like, oh, let her go, just chill. No, in your waterfall, no, red, red is your waterfall. Red is. You're like I'm. Just... In my in my mind, red is. She leaves. And then he's like, you know what? I'm I'm at this waterfall. I'm just gonna chill. Fuck that bitch. Okay, right? I I took Green it the flag. Way. I'm I'm with other Jake on this one. I have no <laughs> idea what we're doing. <laughs> like, like is this bitch, is this girl a bitch for leaving when I wanted to fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Am I pursuing it, her to like pin her down? Yeah. Try to pursue to like. Or to be like, you know what? You're Why right. You Let's. You guys think the scenario is go take her by force or not? No, 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 no. Like it. That's it's not a it's not about go take her by force. It's more of like it's like red flag is that she, is the red flag that she didn't want to put out. Like, it's <laughs> well, like, is it? Would it be a red flag to you? Yes, look at that way. Okay, all right. I yeah, I see what you're saying. And so, did did Ian already answer? Uh, yes, I, green I, I am, he's a fellow man. He's of a super God. Christian boy who's okay am, with the fact that he doesn't want to have sex. I'm going to say green flag yeah. because she has the right to say no. However, there would be, you, I think you have a right to be annoyed when things are getting hot and heavy and it doesn't work out in your favor. You have a right to be annoyed, but you don't have a right to do anything about it other than go home and jerk off, which is what, like, it's what I would do. Like, it's like, just go jerk off. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's so much good porn out there. Yeah. 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 Green flag. Uh, it's my turn. Green flag. Uh, I didn't understand it at first. But yeah, just be like, I don't want to have sex behind this waterfall either. Let's like, if we <laughs> want to do that, let's go home. This was a bad idea anyway. Let's answer? not have sex I outside. Uh, I don't remember what you answered. All right. That's okay. <laughs> I don't remember either. I was confused. <laughs> Nobody remember. All right, good. No one remember. No one think about it. We're all trying to tell you to move the mic. <laughs> it's a new game, folks. We're still ironing out mouth. the details. It's the mo- it's the new game called Jake and Emily share a mic. <laughs> <laughs> We've been playing it for been twelve episodes. Twelve episodes. <laughs> Where we don't know how to share a mic, and I don't know how to sit still while I talk in the microphone. And you also don't know how to use the hamper. <laughs> that'll never happen. You can't forget that. <laughs> what will happen first, the hamper or another mic? We'll see. <laughs> Boom roasted. <laughs> this whole podcast is roasted. <laughs> All right. Scenario uh six. Right. Scenario six. You and this cute guy go on a date for an ice cream. After you both get your ice cream. He suggests that both of you eat it in the backseat of his car. 
As the guy gets down to the bottom of his waffle cone, down to the chocolatey bottom, he looks at you and says, this is your asshole, and begins to tongue lick the bottom of the cone. <laughs> Red flag or green flag. <laughs> Brown flag. That's <laughs> red and green together. Brown. Yeah, brown flag, brown flag. That's a that's a red flag I'm leaving. Am I trapped in the car? Where is this from? Is this from something this is, or two? Is that from your brain? How well? Do, no, this is well from a this man. It was like a red flag first date article I was reading on like Cosmo or some shit. We're oh, talking first date. Oh is this happening on a first date? On a first date? You don't know me. Apparently, that well. it was on a first date. I'll, I'll get into it. That's kind of is that's it, kind of funny on a first. Is it date. a nice car? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing a Saturn, uh, but I don't know what you were. The picturing. fuck out of there! <laughs> I was picturing like a 2007 Civic. Yeah, yeah. Saturn is like a big dick car. French fry. So that's sure. that's a red. That's a green flag. It's a green flag for a big dick car. Yeah, she loves <laughs> for a Saturn. What model? She loves Saturn the Eclipse. <laughs> it's not that I love it. It's just that. That's uh, what it yeah. is. Big dick car. Big dick energy. So car. is this red flag or green flag? Oh god. Not knowing what kind of car. Not knowing what kind of car. <laughs> Just knowing not, the flavor of the bottom of the car. It's not a we need riders. It's not a Porsche. Uh god damn it. I mean I don't know. I mean, hey, why not? Sounds fun. <laughs> Would you be if, if a girl talked about if a girl talked about eating your ass on on a first date? Would would that would you be into that I, or not? I'd say no. Different. Am I taking the? So I'm. Okay. Am I the girl? Am I the girl in this? You're the girl in okay. the scenario, but you, you I feel know, like they like, like getting their ass still... like more than dudes though. A guy comes off. So oh no! If a girl said that to me. I'd be like, that's yeah. I'd be like, that's uh, a green flag. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a great. I mean, I think. <laughs> I think a guy would like this as much. They just don't know. If barbarian has proved anything to me. It's that being an aggressive male or being an aggressive female is a lot different. I'll yeah. say, I'll say, whatever, say, I'll say whatever you know you want. <laughs> I'll say green flag. All right. Yeah. Nice. Green flag. Oh, like stay away from Ryan. my asshole, though. He also just had a chili dog. <laughs> <laughs> the same spot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Did that Ryan come through. It? Oh yeah, yep. it, it came through. Okay. We heard it. it was <laughs> Is this a red flag or green flag, Ryan? Can I have some context? I'll use. No, I'll use his context. It's, it's, well, no, I'm like, like fr from the body language okay. and in way that they're saying it. Can I tell that they're joking or if they're serious? Uh, I'm gonna say roll. It's, uh, roll it. It's, uh, intuition. It's a, it's a way. It's a way that you can't tell. Like oh, it's if like it, right in the middle. Like, well, Perception. It's a way that like insight. if you knew the person, you could know whether or not he's joking. Yeah, this is a you, first like, day, you don't, right? It's a first date, so you don't know how he jokes. That's true. So he's just like, Hey, this is your asshole. A little, a little, a little you know, something like that. And you're like, Oh, I don't know about this. Yeah, that's a gigantic red flag. I'm sorry. I I, okay. I can't. Yeah. No. I'm one, I'm not in the ass stuff, and two, like I, I just feel like that's very if you're that forward on a first date. Then how forward are you going to be in like the third day? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It could be like ice breaking. I don't know. This was this is a brown flag. This is a mix. <laughs> It'd be super hilarious. Be like, oh yeah, that was you know, get it right out. That like how irreverent someone is is really important, and I think it's important to be really irreverent, like almost like to like a crazy degree. 
Uh, but <laughs> I think I'd still give a red flag for a state in a lot of ways. I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, if, especially if it's if I'm the if I'm in the role of a female and it's a dude, I just it puts me into him or a, or a, just a smaller dude into that dude or a bigger dude, whatever dude, yeah, whatever person also, I'm inhibiting, inhabiting. You also have whatever. to remember in this scenario that supposedly happened, he suggested that they eat the ice cream yeah. in the back seat of oh, his yeah. car, yeah. which and he was adds to the fact that he's most likely serious about eating asshole. He says <laughs> scary. Yeah, yeah. Like he that. says this to all the girls <laughs> you take he takes out to ice cream. <laughs> Anytime you talk about like sex time on a first date, it's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah it's a bit much. Yeah, it's like let me show you how I would do it to your booty hole. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes me pucker right up, which is probably hot to that guy. Probably wants to spit his ice cream out into it. Turn the podcast off, mom. (laughs) Sign up for our Patreon for more. Many me scenario. Scenario seven. You and your boyfriend have finally made love for the first time, and you decide to stay over at his place in the middle of the night. (laughs) <laughs> you're awoken to the horrifying sounds of gnashing teeth and metal clanging. You look over and he's sitting up in bed eating a bowl of waffle crisp cereal. Red flag or green flag? Chomp, chomp, chomp. Scorn, scorn, Wait, does, scorn. I feel like Jake, yeah, doesn't Jake do not this? This is Jake. Yeah. He's trying to touch out how I feel about it. Just, first date, that's a green flag. Gold. If it happens every single fucking night. First date, that's a green flag. You meet a guy, you guys hook up, and then you wake up in the middle of the night. He's eating cereal right next to you. Uh, no. <laughs> this is specifically first date. Specifically, first no, first first night, first, first night, sexy of time, first lovemaking, first night staying the night. Prima nocta. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a red flag. Boston other night. <laughs> it sounds like a mix between the Metal Gear Solid sound and you just like squealing a, a balloon, like uh, pinching the stem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. All right, uh, Ian. Uh, red flag, green flag. Uh, I mean, I think that's funny as fuck, but I also don't have to deal with that every night. <laughs> Or any night. So, <laughs> what if you did? I no longer eat in bedroom in the bedroom if I I eat like a fucking caveman in the corner of my living room with the lights off. I'm a, if I wake up, I'm not to do that. I just turned around and looked at him away. Gave me the death stare when I ate cereal one night. Night as soon as I woke <laughs> up, the sound of clinking and teeth mashing. And a man haunting his own home. Which I appreciate. But uh, in, yeah. in this household, I'm a pretty heavy sleeper, so I don't really care. So a green light. <laughs> eat nice, eat your cereal. I don't care. Green light. Nice, dude. Thank green you. Light. Green light. All right, Ryan. Red flag, green flag. For the first time, I can see how that can be pretty off-putting. Um, <laughs> you should be off-putting. Uh, <laughs> I, I think... Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say red... But it's a it's a light red, like it's kind of like a pinkish. Pink you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause it's not like horrible, but it's like, it's something that would turn me off enough to where I'm just like, yeah. Again, it's just like, okay, first time we fuck you do this, like, are you, <laughs> are you sitting, if the 10th time, are you sitting with like a pot of chili? Like what, like what's next? Yeah. What, you know, so yeah. What cereal? This is the slippery slope fallacy or we're no, going with, with two in a row. Oh, you, you, said, I mean, you said what cereal? What are you trying to marry a dog next? Yeah. I said waffle crisp. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's fine. So I'm going to say red. All right. Uh, Jake, red flag, green This flag. is a green flag for me. I don't mind it. Nice. I, uh, I wouldn't, I generally don't care or am annoyed by things things that people like act like actions people take i'm more annoyed by their words you yeah you listen you probably you probably listen to soupy cereal noises to fall asleep anyway yeah essentially (laughs) it's a lot of cat (laughs) noises all right let's uh this is the final one this is scenario eight you and your date are fooling around in bed you take your time, feeling every curve of her body in the warmth of her skin. Really feel it. Red band. <laughs> yeah. Craig band. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You and your date are fooling around in bed. As you take your time, feeling every curve of her body and the warmth of her skin, her horned up, writhing body begins to get down on all fours. She looks back at you and says, quit farting around and fuck me. <laughs> Red flag or, or green flag. I think she wants things to move and she's being aggressive and I respect that. So that's a green flag. Uh, Ian, red uh, flag or green flag? I, res- I respect her taking control. Uh, green flag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. That's a fucking red, red flag. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Dude, it's it, Ryan. It's okay. Listen, no, you can't. You can't talk like that in bed. You can't. It's this is a this is a, a real life fucking story of a porn that I watched where fuck, a girl said this and I shut the fucking. I couldn't even finish. I she said this fucking shit and I was like, nope, turn that shit Sometimes off. Wet the bed with blue balls. Like, no. No, no, no. no. Be, be like that sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. red flag. I don't know. All right. Uh, what does Jake say? Uh, to me, this is a green flag. You know, you say what you want in the bedroom. Uh, it is forward. It is like, I'd be like, okay, oh, shit. Oh, all right. We're, yeah. we're just barking orders now. But let's do this. You know, and then you just figure it out. You improv. I'd, I'd hope that that'd be your actual response. Be like, oh, oh okay. okay, all right, yeah, <laughs> all right. We're just... Oh, oh, geez, okay, yeah. okay. Yep. It's the Canadian response. Yeah. Oh, you betcha. Oh fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, and that that was red flag, green flag. <laughs> should, we, should we be a dating podcast? I think we move <laughs> over to relationships. <laughs> Yep. All right. I guess uh, now we just uh, it's time for us to go to the wheel and decide what movie we're going to do. Oh, well, you got to think about it. So uh, the Patreon, as Ryan mentioned 
earlier is uh, last week's guest, uh, Parker, and he has recommended Rec. Mm. Spanish Rec. Thanks, Parker. Thanks, Parker. So, so we're doing Rec. All right. So um, I don't know who the top is. So let's just, uh, we're just going uh, age order. Uh, Emily, what do you want to recommend? Go back to Rosemary's Baby. Okay. Oh fuck. <laughs> no, that you you won't. You're it's you're nice. fine. Yeah, now you're that fine. I've seen Hereditary, it's like whatever, dude. Yeah. No, dude, it's that's, that's literally how I live my life every day. All right. Rosemary's I've Baby. Seen Hereditary. Um, anything is fine. What else can you do right. to me? <laughs> Ian, uh, what do you want to suggest? Is the B movie out of question? <laughs> no, no, no. Is that a no. is that a horror movie? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty scary. Uh, it's uh, thrilling. I'll do the visit still. I think I had that last week or the week before. Okay, the visit. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, Ryan, what do you want to do? Oh, you shit. did hereditary last time. I did. Um, is Evil Dead Rise streaming yet? No, but I think the it will. uh, or no the. Shoot, I don't remember. Yeah, I think we we watched it on Netflix. Oh, um, but all the other Evil Dead movies, right. the, the first are, three, I think, are going to be on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. and the and the 2013 remake is also going to be on uh, HBO Max. Yeah. I think Matt or Max Matt. Max. Um, so Evil Dead Rise is not, but all the other Evil Deads will be. Do they? Are they like uh, like a consistent storyline? No, no. If I was gonna suggest one of the Evil Dead's, which one would you would you would you think? Uh, if you're uh, two is my favorite. Um, that's Sam Raimi. Uh, and for actual being effective as far as you know, kind of creepy, scary, the 2013 one's the best in my opinion. So that's it's between those two. Two's like the funny one, right? Kind of. Two's the funny one, yeah. All right, let's go with two. Evil Dead two. Evil Dead 2. I was going to suggest that, so you took mine. Oh, sorry, man. No, it's all right. I, I, like I said, I'm just try- I was just trying to go off of what movies are on streaming services that you guys have. All right. Uh, Jake, last time you did The Descent. Oh, shit. I didn't realize I changed mine again. I'm going to change it once more to 2005's Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek. Nice, dude. Back to the classics. Uh one of our listeners, Nathan, uh, suggested that movie because he lives oh. in Australia. We're just streamlining the process. I'm reading their minds. <laughs> All right. What was it? What? I'm sorry. Like like I said, Ryan Ryan took mine. So not complaining. After you're done with this, I um, we still haven't tallied the amount of sleepless nights Ryan has had from Hereditary. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We'll get into that. Let's check up on that. All right. Um, I sleep in sweetie. Let's. I fall asleep time over. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. That dude eats <laughs> nails for breakfast. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna do. Fuck. I'm gonna stick with Field Guide to Evil. Actually, I don't know. I was going between Knock Knock. Field Guide to Evil or American Werewolf in London. American Werewolf in London is like, I love it. 
but I feel like I've done too. I I have no idea how I feel about Field Guide to Evil, so I'm gonna stick with that. All right, so interesting choices. This figured it out with your friends. All good movies. So we've got on the wheel, uh, Wreck, The Field Guide to Evil, Wolf Creek, Evil Dead Two, The Visit, and Rosemary's Baby. So let's spin the wheel. And it is Wreck. Wreck? Patreon pick Wreck. Patreon pick Wreck. See, if you donate to the Patreon, you can get picked. It's proof right there. This is at least the second time. There is some great scenes in this movie. Yeah, Fresh. Fresh was a Patreon pick, too. Yep. Classic scenes. So, yeah. Okay. Thanks for for your support. International community. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. Well, as I mentioned earlier, follow us on our social medias. I already said them twice already, so you fucking know what they are. Oh, yeah. Wait, Ryan, have you slept yet? Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yes. Let me tell you a story about how when I watched that movie literally the day after is when my girlfriend went out of town for like four days. So I was alone. <laughs> um, oh, no. and, Did she keep oh, her head? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was not a good time. I, I think I three nights probably had trouble sleeping. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I was taking NyQuil to like, Knocked me the fuck out, so I just didn't have to like try to fall asleep. He's pain. Uh, yeah, he got used yeah. to Zanny. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a bad time. It was a bad time. Zanny in a white glove. Used to cross the crossfade at this point. Zanny in a white crossfade. It was that fucking guy. It was the smiling naked guy, dude, just standing in my Damn. doorway. Like, oh, yeah. Every yeah. fucking time, dude. Like, ugh. He's, so I mean, he's I right behind happy. you. Nice flag. Get out of my bedroom. He's right behind you. Yeah, I'm happy that I have proven to myself that yeah. I can still be scared. Um, but uh, yeah. it just takes a little bit more than it used to. So, yeah, we still got a podcast, guys. Nice. And I'm still here. Tracks. Yeah, and Ian's yeah, still here. Ian's still here. <laughs> Ryan's still scared. Yeah, we're, we're cruising. We're cruising, baby. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 (laughs) That was a terrible sign off.